Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Lee Campbell, can you believe that we are officially in the second half of the year? Yes! So late June was that day where it's the shortest day of the year, so it means it's practically summer. You are like a positive ray of sunshine for bringing me that information. Thank you. Because it's felt very miserable. It's wintry AF, but we are here to put happiness on people's dial. Wow, how cheesy was that? No, it's cute. I like this, Lee. Who are you? I'm Kelly McCarran, and I'm really enjoying the positivity today. (laughs) Had a few coffees. I'm Lee Campbell, and this is You Beauty, the podcast for your face. For your face. Coming up today, we are going to talk about which eyeshadows bring out which eye colours, which is a fantastic question. You're going to have a lot to say. I know this. Oh, I do. It's eyeshadow, so of course I do. But first, we have a question from Emmeline on the pod phone. Hayley and Kelly, Emmeline here. I often grow out my underarm hair, especially around wintertime, because I think it looks cute and I'm really lazy. Um, But I was wondering if you had any advice on how to look after it, because many care products are not meant for use with underarm hair. So I use body wash or soap or whatever I'm using on the rest of my body to clean it. But I was wondering if there was a better option to make sure that I am staying clean. And also if you had any deodorant recommendations for use on hair, that would be really great because often the creamier, stronger deodorants don't mix well with underarm hair. Thanks so much. Bye. This is such a good question. If this was on M Plus, our videos, we'd give her a prize for such a good question. We would. Speaking of, M Plus. That's something that we do do. <laughs> yeah, we don't just go rogue and give away random prizes. M Plus is Mamma Mia's membership platform. Kelly and I do a video version of the show and we answer members' questions and then the best question gets a prize. Emmeline would get a prize for the best question. Such a good question. And also the most beautiful name. What a name. Okay, I have gone into a whole other world researching this one. It's so interesting and it probably also relates to pubes. Of course, but you don't put deodorant on your pubes. No, no, but in terms of like cleaning. Yeah. So look, the first question is she just uses body wash or soap. Essentially, that's fine because the same kind of surfactants, which is a cleaning, foamy stuff in body wash, is pretty much the same as in shampoo. You could use shampoo if you wanted, if you've, I don't know how much hair she has on her head, but if she's shampooing her head, she could also shampoo the hair under her arms. Yeah. But essentially it's the same. Body wash is fine. Soap is fine. Deodorant is where it gets trickier because I find the creamier clinical ones are the really effective ones when it comes to both odour and wetness and they're antiperspirant. And so if you've got hair there, it's going to be a bit juicier and wetter, I would imagine. because feel the, gross because it takes so long to dry. Yes. And just from the sweating, you're going to have more sweat because it's trapped in the hair. So you want an antiperspirant as well as an odour-treating deodorant. Most natural deodorants are only odour-treating. They're not normally dealing with the dryness, which is the antiperspirant. So you can go for a spray. 
which again is a little bit tricky because what you want to do, where the reaction happens with the sweat and the environment is right at the skin. Mm. So you need to get the deodorant at the skin, at the root of the hair. So you could use a spray, but that's going to be, again, tricky to get right on the skin. I watched a bunch of tutorials and they were fascinating. What is the general consensus is to still use one of those creams. So you use a cream roll-on formula type thing. And you work it right in, up and down, around and around, so it gets right down to the root of the hair. Then you get some toilet paper or a tissue and kind of just gently pull at the hair to get the cream to come off the length of the hair, but it's still sitting at the roots. Interesting, right? Effort. A lot of effort. The other options are more of those liquid type roll-ons or the wind-up gels. So they're like the cream, but they're the the clear gel. gel. Yeah. But again, you don't want to go too crazy because it's going to be visible. Obviously, it's winter now, but in summer with someone, they might not want their deodorant on show. Obviously, very happy to have their underarm hair on show. But those tutorials seem to be quite effective. And I guess if it's your daily go-to, like I used to use the, what are those like natural ones in the tub and you had to like scoop oh, it pastes. out and warm it up. Mm. And it was annoying. Too much effort, but you get used to it. It's 20 extra seconds. So I reckon like working the cream in and then gently like tissuing it off the hair. That makes sense. Is the most effective. Well, you could even comb it out. You could comb it. You could plait it. Oh my God. I couldn't because my arms aren't that, oh. Yeah, Dexterous. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get your toddler to help. <laughs> wow. Any Ubies out there with lovely underarm hair, we would love to hear what you do. This one had us a bit stumped, but hopefully that was helpful. Great question. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Our second question is from Mia. I watched a video on Instagram on the weekend about eyeshadow colors to make my eye color pop. Then I Googled it and it seems like a thing. Is it even true? Oh, yes, it is. Mia, Mia, Mia. One guess who this Mia is. Oh, is it Mia Friedman? It's Mia Friedman. Of course she was watching Instagram videos on (laughs) Mia Friedman is the biggest beauty junkie I I know. I love it. If you don't know who she is, she is the boss of Mamma Mia. She's potentially our biggest fan. Huge. So this was a very important Monday morning Slack question, which I quite loved. And many of us jumped in Slack and said... Yes, Mia. Duh. Like everyone knows. Wait, wasn't she once upon a time a beauty editor for a second? Yes, I think she's forgotten what she knows. But it's worth a recap because it really is true. And when she asked me this question, I thought of you immediately because you always wear the most beautiful eye colour. So I know you're going to have an opinion. I play it much more safe. So I can also give my opinion of how I emphasise my green eyes without wearing bright purple, which is one of the recommendations. So a bit of a recap, you want to go pretty much opposite on the color wheel. It's kind of color science because the contrast will make the color of your iris pop. So they say for brown eyes, you go for browns, which believe it or not, sounds like it's not going to work, but it does. Bronzes, blues, purples. Hazel eyes should go for greens, which will bring out the more green in the Mm. hazel and purples and browns. Blues should go again for blues. So I know I've just said opposite, but actually going for the colour of your eye will also intensify your yeah. eye. So, yeah, blue sugar goes for blues, browns and terracottas. Green, go for purple, pinks and bronzes. 
I go for bronze because that really makes my green pop. My other trick that's got nothing to do with makeup is to wear one of those colours on the top half of my body. So if I wear... That is such a good tip. It really makes your eye colour pop if you're not a bright eye colour Like you look beautiful when you wear purples. You actually look really nice when you wear greens as well. Thank you. Yeah, if I I often wear colour. No, I'm such a neutral. But if I do wear a green or a purple Mm. or even a light blue, everyone says, oh my God, your eyes are so vibrant today. So sometimes that's a trick and it also works when you're hungover. Yes, um, it tricks make, people. It tricks people into thinking that you're not dying. Tell me, Kelly, what's your favourite colours? You've got beautiful blue eyes. What do you do? Mine are actually more grey-blue, so they're not bright blue. But I wonder because you're wearing a pink jumper. They look beautiful like a deep ocean blue today. Oh. Also, it's genetic. They do change colours. Not crazy amounts, but, yeah, my grandmother said that to me once I inherited that off her, which was quite nice. Cool. The very bad cellulite also inherited <laughs> off her. So not as appreciative. <laughs> Anyway, sidetracked. This made me think of, I don't know if you remember, maybe like six weeks ago we were recording and I was wearing a really intense green eyeshadow look. Yes, I remember. It was beautiful. I did a fantastic job, if I do say so myself. But every time someone complimented me, I was like, oh, thanks, I don't love it. I was like, it's beautiful, but it would look so much more beautiful on like a brown or a green eye, but the blue, it just wasn't working. Mm. From far, it looked nice, but when you got up close, it just wasn't, there was something wrong with it. Was it like conflicting with your eye colour? Yeah. It was like there was something missing and there was just something wrong with it as a whole. And even though it was done well, and of course, just do whatever you want, I Mm. will probably rock a green eye at some point in my life, it definitely wasn't my favourite look with my eye shade. However, once... Again, though, sometimes I do buy coloured lenses. That's Ooh, always fun. Don't buy them off eBay, though. Oh, please, no. You know, you need to get them from an optometrist. Legitimate, otherwise you'll go blind. Yes. My tip is, like I said, I'm not that adventurous, so I'm not going to do a whole purple eye. But if I do want to do something like this, I get a very small angled brush and wet it and I drag that through the colour, so the purple or the pink. Beautiful. Or the, uh, would I do pink, actually? No, probably. I'd look like a pink eye. But I, drag, I do pink. Yeah, but you can. I drag the wet brush through the bright pigment and that'll intensify the pigment and then I use it just on my lash line almost as a liquid flick, but it's coloured instead of black and that really makes your eye pop without having to do a whole big eyeshadow blendy situation, which ain't nobody got time for, aka me. Yeah. And it does the same purpose. That's such a good tip and it's like something that a lot of people, if they didn't want to do a bright look, might feel more comfortable with because not everyone's going to want to chuck. Like I will put the brightest pink on my eyelids. Yeah, you will. Definitely, as you said with blue, so I think that the most flattering colour on me that just makes my eyes look so nice is like a terracotta, really warm, like a little bit of goldy bronze mixed in there. Like it's just so Agreed. flattering. A warm brownie bronze makes every eye colour pop. Oh. Yep. Oh, that is a good So if you're bored of your black, give that a go. If you want to dip your toes into trying, I suggest going somewhere like a Revolution X, is it called? Revolution X from Priceline or Morphe or one of those brands that do really beautiful pigments that won't cost you the world and you can get like a huge palette with lots of different colours in there to play with. And then you can, you know, either try playing around with eyeshadows or, as Lee said, try like the liner trick and that would be a good place to start. I think that's a fantastic tip. Hopefully that has helped Mia and anyone else. If not, we're probably fired. (laughs) She's like, I no longer want to listen to you idiots. (laughs) 
That's all we have time for today. We will be answering more questions next Monday. So if you have one that you need help with, send us an email or voice memo to youbeautyatmamamia.com.au or give us a buzz on the pod phone on 02899-9386. Thank you so much for listening to You Beauty. We appreciate you. This episode was produced by Gia Moyland and you can hear us again on Friday for Spendy Savies. See you then. Bye.